spider senses are starting to tingle, tingle, tingle. Welcome back, everybody, to the Three Beers and a Mic podcast. Almost end of spring edition. I don't remember when exactly that happens. There's like an official day where summer's supposed to start. But all I know is that our state is super hot. Um, kids are getting out of school and vacations are starting soon. So um, let's get into some things we've missed over the last few weeks. Bunch of stuff to talk about this week. A little sneak preview. We're going to be doing a roundup on some Disney news that was released today. Uh, we'll be talking about our thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy 3, um, our uh, uh, DC versus Marvel, James Gunn sort of fiasco that's happening right now. And we'll talk about some Netflix shows and some streaming shows we're watching and a little video game news. So please stick with us for the episode. Um, as always, uh, follow us on our socials, uh, Three Beers and a Mic on um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, we are also uh, partnering up with a bunch of podcasts we've talked about before on Cross the Streams Media, where you can find a bunch of different shows that you maybe thought you wouldn't be interested in, but wide range of topics, including food, movies, TV, video games, a uh, bunch of different stuff on there for us nerds, uh, including the newest episode of Burn Appetit. Bernie, what did you get? Hello, by the way. Uh, what did y'all recently release? Hello. Uh, we just released a uh, shit. What did we call it? Uh, the Burn Appetite Birthday Burger Bonanza Bash, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, that sounds um, about right. Sure. Mike Jack, who did our um, Mike Jack, um, he did our uh, uh, Taco Bell episode. He came back to join us, and we tested some burgers from mcdonald's burger king and wendy's to see what burger reigns supreme so you'll have to uh listen to that episode to find out it's not who you think <laughs> sweet Spoiler. Uh, yeah <laughs> it was a good one uh, i listened to it like two days ago uh all right who else we got here uh Dwayne, what's up dude how's it going and we got Adam two weeks in a row, or two episodes in a row. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? Not much. Nice to see you again. Um, hopefully this becomes a regular thing. Maybe we'll make it three episodes next time. Uh, all right. So before we get into all of our cool stuff we're talking about, what are we drinking? Adam. I'm drinking Bud Light Gelada Extra Lime. In the big can? Yes. Extra Very Lime. Good. Extra Lime. It actually says that on the can. Yes. All right. Very good. Uh, what you got? New Dwayne? look too. Look at that yeah. sexy can. Nice. What you got, Dwayne? Uh, I have a it's from Eureka Heights seven one three Pilsner, and it's actually really good. I also have. Let me check my stash here. I have a Tornado Shark. American Strong Ale. It's a cool can. That's why I got it. And if I get to it, probably not. Face Down Brown Ale. I tell you, Ride Brewing. It's not really that's, a brown ale time of year, though. That's how you like your, your beer, too, right? Face down, ass up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are you drinking, Bernie? 
like Adam, I got the jumbo cans today. I got a little Budweiser Select. I don't know if this is a nationwide thing or a St. Louis thing. There's a beer I, that they yeah, just make for this area. I've never seen that. That used to um, be available, but they took it off the market, right? Wasn't that their, their when craft beer started, that was their, like, no, that's go their after low-carb you. beer. But yeah, this is 99 calories, three carbs. Oh. Still 4.5%, though. So it's not – they have a, they have another one, uh, Budweiser – Oh shit! I forget. It has numbers in it. Budweiser, something or other, but that's like two percent alcohol. Um, Budweiser Flex, good. I like it. And then I get just got some Bush. Awesome. You all can the, tell what I got. All the roadie uh, cans. <laughs> beer, uh, beer pass out this month. <laughs> but just twenty five ounces. Uh, I have some uh, mini Nilla wafers. And I've got some uh, rum and vodka, uh, not rum and vodka, rum and cranberry with lime. Yeah. I don't have any beer. <laughs> I did on the last episode. Do you have a yeast so. infection or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only juice Urinary I can find in my infection. fridge. Yeah. It's, it's the only juice I can find in my fridge. All right. So, uh, hey, did y'all hear that uh, The Little Mermaid got great reviews? I did. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so we we like to make fun on this show of all of these like influencers and um, super early screeners of these films when they go online. The movies like the best thing since you know sliced bread. So anytime you see these early early reviews coming out for these films, you just take them with a grain of salt. Um, and of course, Little Mermaid's getting outstanding reviews. People are crying, weeping. It's it's, it's the the best live action thing Disney's done. All that stuff. Are we all going to go see it? I'm assuming so. Um, my my kid is really excited to go watch it. Um, she really likes the animated one, and so uh, I I've seen the trailers. I think it looks cool. Uh, I'm not one of those haters online, so I'm cool to see all of the stuff they put on screen. Uh, I'm going to give it a chance, and, uh, you know, this again, this movie's not for me. It's for kids. So I, just like when I went and watched the Mario movie, um, I watched it through a child's lens. Whatever. I had a great time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that movie was for you. So, child's lens, great film. I'm going to do the same thing with Little Mermaid. Adam, are you going to watch the movie? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. What? We'll do you see, see everything. Dude, you see everything. Boys, That's exactly what Dwayne it. said. I might see it. This is this is like the official start of the summer blockbusters. I mean, after this movie, you've got Indiana Jones and then Transformers. Uh, then you into got the Spider Verse. Then you got what? Into the Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse, dude. It's like hit after hit. Fast X. Fast, Fast X. Yeah, I mean that franchise is massive. We hate it, but. People are going to spend hundreds of millions of dollars to go watch it, um, and and that's just in like the next like thirty five. Yeah, so far, so far the pre sales are down. Pre sales well, for Fast X are really bad right now. Nobody likes I mean, Jason Momoa. What? No, because <laughs> it's supposed Dwayne, to Fast really Fast bad. Nine was really terrible. Most of like, them have been really terrible, <laughs> but that one was egregiously awful. Like why? Because the, they went to space. 
Like we all knew that was coming. Yeah, that's that's probably why. That was very bad, um, even for that franchise. Uh, so I read I mean, on I yeah. read on Twitter. I said that he's seen it, and the end of the movie is so shockingly bad. Like it will blow your mind, but he refuses to spoil it because he wants people to see it <laughs> and witness it themselves. But he says like that the end of the movie is so bad that it's it's like actually going to blow people's minds. Like, did, I, mean, so, does, I have no idea the, what that could be. Did the actors in the movie just not care because they're getting paid? They're just like, yeah, whatever, we'll do it. We've done we've done this much so far. Let's fucking keep it's it just going. Camp now. It's all campy stuff now. They're just like, how can we make this like? dumber and like crazier I mean if the fact that they've turned that first movie into a 10 part it's going to be 11 part franchise because I think they I mean they're all superheroes I mean basically (laughs) well yeah I mean of course they they split they split this movie into two so these are the last two they're going to make and I mean of course we're all going to go see it but Probably going to be horrible. It might be the worst one yet, but we're going to have to figure that out. I won't be um, going to the theater to watch this. I will. I probably won't either. I'm not going to watch that at home. I refuse. I'm going to watch it at the theater. Yeah, I. the only way I could end up paying attention and not go dilly-dally in some other sort of activity is to watch it in the theater and force myself to do that only. Um, if I'm trying to watch it at home, I won't pay attention. Um, Dwayne, uh, you're going to take, uh, the young one to go see Little Mermaid or are you guys going to wait for an at-home release? Uh, it'll be up to her. She's most excited for Spider-Verse. Like, she's already like, I, I'm going to see that movie like five times. Cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, no, I mean, I'm it, sure it, she'll want to see it, but we'll see. She's been it, iffy yeah. on going to the movies lately, so. I mean, that answer comes up quite often when, when you ask people in the, nerd community what's your favorite superhero movie of all time quite a few of them will say spider-verse yeah and perhaps rightfully so it's very awesome and fantastic uh bernie who which uh which which rugrats you taking you taking the whole family no i bought um so the little mermaid was my wife's favorite movie when she was growing up so um i signed them up for um with a rewards program they're doing a, a an early screening so um, I booked tickets for her and the two oldest to go see it. Awesome. Um, it's like Tuesday night, like before everyone else sees it. Oh, great. IMAX, so, the whole thing. So then, okay, so she gets to take uh, the kids because this movie's important to her from her childhood. That's really cool. Yeah. Awesome. And then I'll go see it by my, I'll go see it as a thirty six year old fucking creep uh, in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, so this is going to be a good time for us to talk about a lot of these new summer blockbusters coming out. Like I said, the next sort of five weeks, just every single week, something big is is coming out. Uh, so it's going to be you know really fun time. Um. So uh, staying with the Disney motif, they uh, Disney announced today they're going to be bundling uh, their Hulu um, app and the Disney Plus app together by the end of the year. So I think it's a way for them to boost their content because um, they're losing a lot of subscribers. And the number one complaint that they're hearing, because they've lost 4 million subscribers since last quarter, 
And the number one comment they're hearing is that there's not enough stuff. Like once you've watched all the movies and there's no more Mando or no more Marvel shows, you kind of just run out and people are just hitting the cancel button. So I don't know if they think if they integrate the Hulu content with the Disney content, more people will not have well, to switch as many apps. I have and both, and, and they, they, I'm sure they can see which one's active, right? So if Hulu's constantly active because people are watching stuff because there's new stuff on there all the time, then that would make sense to put them together. I mean, it's but, already owned by Disney, so. Yeah, and it, it, it makes sense. Um, you know, people subscribe to Hulu um, and and are legitimately able to cancel their cable because if you just don't mind waiting until the next day, a lot of your mainstream cable shows will show up in the morning. So if you still like to watch those sitcoms and your 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 uh, your CSIs and your uh, Grey's Anatomy and those type of shows, they will be on the Hulu app the next day after they broadcast live on their networks. So uh, my mom does that. She was able to get rid of her Xfinity cable because all the shows she watched on Xfinity were on Hulu in the morning. So, um, and, and they, they have like original content too. Sometimes, you know, they do. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's shitty, but at least yeah, they have some only murders in the building is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's on my list of stuff to watch. I really want to watch it. Although I haven't watched season two. I only watched the first season. It's good. Oh, I tried to watch it, but I couldn't get to, into it. You gotta let the mystery build, <laughs> and they solved it. Yeah, so uh, Adam fell asleep. You know they they've got to they've got to rally, find a way to not lose you subscribers. Uh, Disney stock lost like nine percent today, so uh, you know not a very good earnings report for them, but. Uh, seems like they got but, some stuff in place. And but you can be- bundle all the stuff together as it is right now, right? You can get ESPN, Hulu, and that's what Disney. I do. Yeah, yeah. And ESPN Plus is actually like integrated through Hulu because ESPN's app is complete dog shit. It's literally the worst thing in the world. It like pretends like I'm not logged in like all the time, and I have to like keep hitting log in over and over and over, and then sometimes it'll just work. But I can watch anything on ESPN Plus through the Hulu app. So it's just going to be the same thing. It's just going to, yeah. instead of that, it's just all going to be the Disney Plus app. Yeah. Which will be great because Disney Plus app works perfectly. Yeah, the yeah, Disney so Plus I, app's actually pretty good. I like how they like categorize shit for you. So like, if I want to watch a Marvel movie, I just click on that and find it. Yeah. Shit like that. The worst one is Paramount. Yeah, Paramount's fucking app is a piece of shit it's slow <laughs> yeah it is i need to cancel it when you're trying to use it on the tv or on your phone tv it, which it shouldn't yeah, be slow right. on the tv like <laughs> it, it works better on your phone um but the tv app is very bad i agree um but yeah um so we'll see if the strategy works for them um you know, I I think we've talked we we ranked our most favorite streaming apps, um, you know, on a previous episode. So uh, we did like Disney Plus; it was in a lot of our top threes. So, but HBO Max yours was what? You uh, porn? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Um, all right, top so, three. Yeah. <laughs> 
What's your favorite streaming porn site? Yeah. Uh, no thanks. Genre of porn. Yeah. Number one, stuck in a couch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right. So uh, keeping on the streaming uh, topic, let's discuss some of the shows that we've kind of wanted to talk about over the last few episodes. Some of us were still trying to get through some of these episodes and, I think a lot of these uh, series that we want to talk about have now kind of wrapped up and uh, we want to go ahead and discuss them, even though they've been out for a little bit. Um, anybody finished the uh, 10 episodes of beef? Yes. Adam, did you watch that show? I watched one episode and I just couldn't get into it. I think we discussed that on the last episode. Maybe, maybe it was off camera. Yeah, you told me you watched one and it wasn't really for you, and uh, I was actually pretty surprised by that. Uh, Bernie, have you finished it? No, I'm halfway through. Okay. Um, So we won't try to talk uh, any spoilers at the end. Um, But for for anyone who 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 wants to just, I don't know. Maybe you're curious to see what the show is about. You saw it trending on Netflix as number one, and you don't know anything about the show. It basically starts off with a, a, a chance encounter in a parking lot of two cars that were about to hit each other. And instead of them apologizing and going your own separate ways, they, they flipped each other off and started with this crazy high-speed chase down all these different neighborhoods. Um, and immediately you can see the show is about two different people from opposite sides of the spectrum, one incredibly wealthy, one incredibly poor, who both have serious anger issues. Uh, their life has not gone the way that they planned uh, for completely different reasons for each of them. Yeah, but and the great part of the show is the fact that it's the people around them that become the show. Like, it's it's about them. They're the focus of the sh- but you, they're bringing you through all these other shitty people in the world, basically. <laughs> like, these other people that act like they're the greatest, but they're pieces of shit in real life. Yeah, and or maybe not. Well, that's very true. Um, a lot of the people in this show are not good people. Yeah, they um, have this front though that they're all happy and good, and and then you dig a little deeper, and they're like the the two main characters probably aren't the worst people in this show. <laughs> they're probably some of the better people in the show, which is crazy. Even though those the two main characters are also doing not very good things, so um, you know, so it's it hooked me right away um, because I, I like both of these actors, um, uh, and um, just the the start of the show was just so I don't know timely for what's happening right now because everyone's always angry all the time. And so for this show to kind of show how, you know, you can see these characters uh, you're angry all the time. All the time. <laughs> so what? Yeah. <laughs> um, it was just, it was great. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was one of the few streaming shows where I was able to watch all 10 episodes in like three days. That's how good it was for me. So um, I, I, I really liked it. And plus, you know, Netflix is one of the only streaming services still that actually downloads all the episodes all at once, you know, versus something like yeah, that. So. Weren't they going to stop doing that? Or are they going to try, so. try some show shows? Show show basis. Some oh, shows it? do it every week. Others drop it all at once. 
I kind of like, I was just talking with somebody the other day about this. Like, I kind of like the week by week now. Because otherwise, I, I watch it's all the full circle. Like, I watch the shit all at once, and then I'm like, oh, now I have nothing to watch. <laughs> there's always something to watch. I, I, there's just, sometimes there's nothing that interests me. So, like, I don't watch anything until I wait until it's finished. And watch know, it all like at once. Yeah. I didn't watch Mondo until it finished. Yeah, I couldn't do that. No way. I mean, I again, Adam, I know that you're not a social media guy and you don't really, I mean, you don't really go look for spoilers. So for you in a world, it makes sense because these things don't get spoiled for you. But to be honest, I don't know how you avoid that stuff. Like you just must not use electronic devices because for you to go eight weeks without any sort of Mandalorian spoilers popping up somewhere seems impossible to me. Well, they don't pop up on the porn sites. So, I mean, dude, you have to <laughs> open up a laptop like Yahoo. Not true, they do. Or something. <laughs> Yahoo, Google, something you use. Something must have said, season finale of Mando. This happened. I don't know, a picture of whoever. But, okay, good for you. That's that's incredible. I don't... My spoiler would be Facebook, but... I can't get into Facebook anymore. Somebody uh, hacked it. I can't get into it anymore. I think there's okay. a way to contact them. Yeah, I look for it. phone number. There's no phone number. I already looked for the phone number. Yeah, this, I mean, there's nothing on there that really fucking matters anyways. Yeah. Except they try to go after people you know to be like, hey, I need some money. Uh, so you guys said that y'all finished uh, Jury Duty. I know very little about the show other than the premise. I didn't Me too. I, I, I haven't watched. I saw the commercial. But I know I Cyclops is in it. That's all I know. Yeah, he's he's one of the funny parts because he's no, he's done so much other shit. But like the guy, the main guy that doesn't know there it's a joke is always like, "Yeah, the X Men guy." <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's fucking hilarious though. It's really funny. So the premise is um they're filming uh, a trial and they're they told this they there's one guy that's not an actor, everyone else is actors. And they told the one guy who's not an actor that we're filming this for a documentary to show the process of what it's like to be on a jury and all that stuff. Um and I don't want to give anything out. I don't want to yeah, into it any more than that, but it's. But so, I mean, like, they, I am they dying do, laughing every episode, and they go as far as like the other people on the jury that are actors. They're like doing their little side interviews, like they're interviewing them for the documentary, <laughs> and they're mm-hmm. just da, 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 like nothing's you know, like they're really on the jury. Like they went as far as like everything. Yeah, and. Um, I guess the the lawyers are actors, but also lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> so so they're like legitimate lawyers, but they're actors as well. Um, it's great. It's so funny. Highly, highly recommend everyone watch it. It's on so, Amazon. Okay, uh, I'll give it a try. Um, like I said, I know very little about it. I know it's like a fake trial. Um, and that Cyclops was in it, and that's kind of all I've heard. But I heard it was really good. So um, if it's something that they can maybe 
if they can make it popular but still be able to do a season two, do you think that's possible? I, I, no. I think it'd be where, hard where to do a season two. Won't be like thinking, oh, am I on that show? Yeah, it, it won't. There won't be a season two. Okay. I mean, there could gotcha. be. It could just be something different than jury duty, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you could do a jury duty one again because. Mm-mm. I don't think it'll work. It's pretty Although, popular. Like it, it's going around the internet, and, and uh, that's how I mean. That's how I found out about it. Although uh, Practical Jokers is still going on, I'm like, come on, people know who you are now. <laughs> like, don't, don't remind me. <laughs> Fucking hate those guys. <laughs> um. All right. Cool. Uh, so I'll definitely check that out. Um, Adam, have you seen any of the episodes, or you're going to wait till? They're all out. They're all out. Oh, it's all done? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Half hour I'm each. I'll try block. it out. I'm going to yeah. try it out. Yeah, they're, they're quick. They're, they're like 30 minutes long. So so uh, two things I watched real quick on Netflix. Uh, again, I just they were easy watches for me. Uh, the new Power Rangers special that was released. I uh, had to watch that. Super cheesy. Seriously? Super campy. It was great. <laughs> I had a smile on my the, face the, the old, whole time. Old Power Rangers. I loved it. <laughs> I, sad. I loved it. It was wonderful. Uh, judge me all you want. And then uh, they have a new collectible show on there. I forget what it's called. Um, King of Collectibles, isn't it? That sounds right. Or Collectible King. Yeah, collectible I think that's King. what it is. Yeah. Um. So of course, you know, we're we're all collectors here, and we you know we kind of focus on different things. Uh, but this show is kind of an all-encompassing sort of collectible show. They focus a lot on sports memorabilia, um, which I'm into as well. Um, but just if if you like collectible shows, um, what was the one, Dwayne, that we used to like with the guy who was looking for action figures? It was uh, Toy Hunter, I think. Toy Hunter, yeah. Um, my my favorite part about this show is, is that, that like Mills Hunter. The regular, no. the regular guys who uh, open up a pack of football cards or basketball cards, pull out some gold refractor rookie that they kept in a shoebox since they were fourteen, and ended up finding out due to the internet that that's actually worth you know two hundred thousand dollars or whatever. Um, that that's they have that integrated into the show. Plus, they also focus on people who live in faraway countries who have you know, Michael Jordan's uh, shoes that he wore during his famous, you know, uh, flu game where he had like 103 temperature. So, you know, that dynamic is really interesting to me, um, seeing how much money these pieces go for, um, and seeing the people who are behind these pieces, how did they get them, who sold it to them, how much money has, you know, have, have, has it increased by just because they've been sitting on it for 20 years. Like all that stuff is fascinating. I have eight or nine packs of uh, baseball cards. So my my dad owned convenience stores, and um, I guess he got all these packs of baseball cards from the early '90s, late '80s, early '90s. They're still in the plastic, like a whole ream of them that contains like 120 cards in this thing, um, guaranteed to have like uh, Ken Griffey Jr.'s rookie card in it, Jeter's rookie card in it that kind of stuff they're not worth like anything <laughs> there's so many up there's so many yeah. of those cards out there in the market that like i i took them to a, a 
like a card store, like a memorabilia store. And he's like, I don't know. I'd give you like maybe 50 bucks per, per thing of the, like per ream of these. He's like, I'll probably pick out two or three cards per box and then throw the rest of them away because <laughs> <Sure. laughs> they're useless. That, well, but that I'm was, like, yeah, I'll just keep them. And maybe that was everything in the nineties though. Like everything yeah. was fucking collectible. So they just made a shit yeah. ton of it. I just kept, I brought them back home. I'm like, yeah, maybe in like 30 years, I'll give them to my kids or something. The one uh, I thought was interesting, though, believe it or not, was the Bernie, uh, the Beanie Baby things. Because, like, she's like, these could be worth, like, this to this, but it depends on when you sell them. Like, if you wait till, like, Princess Diana's birthday and you sell that bear, you'll, you'll probably make more money than if you just sold it right now. You guys sell the... Um uh, St. Patrick's Day one on St. Pat- yeah. Patty's Day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, those Beanie Babies used to be worth way more than what they were of course. attributed to. I mean, those things were going for tens of thousands of dollars. I mean, the so fact stupid. that his collection was still, um, what did they say, it was like eight grand or something? I thought that was a lot. Yeah, eight uh, to ten grand, depending on when you I sell like, them. Man, I thought it was going to be way less than that. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, that was yeah. So they have, like I said, a ra- wide range of different collectibles. Um, very, did, very. Did you watch them all? Did you watch them all? I did. Yes. So the the, the final thing is the fucking Godfather house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they sold off a Godfather a, that's house. That's a fucking collectible right there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Just fast, just fascinating stuff. So. Um, one thing I didn't know about the auctions was that I thought once the – so they find these people with these really rare items. They say, hey, come come, give it to our company. We're going to put it in an auction for you. I thought a portion of the sold price, let's say it sells for $200,000. The, 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 the guy who owns the item who ended up selling it doesn't it's- get the full two hundred. I thought he would get like maybe one seventy, right? No, they add on a nine... bunch of auction fees at the end. So it sells for two hundred, but the person who bought it actually has to pay like two thirty six. So does the person so he who does brings get the this... whole two hundred? Yeah, does this person who brings the item to these people not have to pay any sort of fee? No, uh, they get a they get ten percent of whatever it sells for. It looked like. But, but Dwayne, what I'm saying is that when these things were being auctioned off, it would say, all right, sold for 200000 And then a price would flash upon the screen of like two thirty six five Because that's that what the auction fees were. Yeah, I mean, it's like anything else. There's always fucking fees. Or shipping. I don't know. Maybe it's shipping. Tax. Yeah, taxes. I've been in two auctions in my life where I've bid on things. I have never won something for 150 bucks. And end up paying two hundred and fifty because they're throwing an extra hundred dollars. Well, you have in to my pay direction. tax on whatever you were buying from the auction, right? So that's yeah. gonna. Well, that was that was and, the one question I had. I didn't understand how those fees worked. If it's hundreds of thousands of dollars, your taxes are your tax is going to be tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> okay, that's probably what it was. Right, I, guess, was I guess that makes sense because they were All just right. they were getting one percent of or ten percent of what it sold for. It looked like. Okay. Well, great show. I, I really liked it. Easy watch. Um, if you're into collectibles, I think you'll enjoy it. So hopefully we get a is season it, two. I do agree with Kevin, though. It is a little overproduced. 
oh, that's okay. All those shows are like that. Pawn Stars, you know, all that type of stuff. Um, I still, I still enjoyed it. All right, any other shows we guys, are, you guys are watching right now? You want to discuss? The Power we finished. Sweet Tooth, Sweet Tooth season two. Oh. Highly recommend Sweet Tooth. Is it good? I like it. Yeah. See, I, um, I'm struggling getting through the first episode of season two for some reason. Uh, yeah, it focuses a lot more on the kids season two than I would like. I famously hate little kid actors and stuff. Um, and that's all season two is, um, have faith season three. It's already confirmed for season three and that will finish out the show. Um, so they have faith in it, but, um, I really like it. Did you watch season one, Adam? Yes. All right. I li- I like season not, one. It's, it's not as like action packed as season one was. No. Um, but season more story. three will be more story based. I guess. Yeah, more story based. A lot more background of like why um, everyone in the world is dying and why these babies are being born as animals and shit. That you start to learn like that part of the story. It's not as much like apocalyptic. Th- that's that's murder cool too, everyone though. kind of thing. That's mm-hmm. kind of cool too, though, because you, you, I mean, you kind of want to know why the fuck they, they're animals, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Why? <laughs> why did ninety eight percent of the world die? <laughs> yeah, pretty important to figure out. Uh, it's good. The story's great. I think I just got to sit down with the right mindset and go yeah. through it. Yep. All right, cool. Um, I'll add that to my list as well. Uh, just this ever-growing list of shows I have to watch. Did you watch season one? No. What? It's no, I a, did not. It's a pretty uh, season one is good. Like I, that was one I like. All right, one more episode. All right, one more episode. <laughs> it has like high nineties Rotten Tomato score. Um, hell, I think season one might even be a hundred. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's a highly regarded comic series, DC Comics. Um, Jeff Lemire, who wrote Moon Knight, you know, the guy who did the run with uh, Mr. Knight. Okay, yeah, I'm going to ask. Probably, you probably don't know that because you don't actually read Moon Shut Knight. Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he wrote it. Uh, it's really great. Okay. It was great. What, what, what service is it streaming on? Uh, Netflix. Okay, cool. All right, so um, I want to talk about one more topic before we get into our Guardians 3 talk. Um, so as everyone knows, this is going to most likely be James Gunn's final Marvel project. Um, you know, uh, he, he was very famously let go from the company um, after a bunch of tweets came out, uh, whatever. We've from 25 years before. ago. Yeah. Um, but then they brought him back um, after the backlash from the actors from the actual movie started saying, hey, uh, we really don't want to do this movie without him. So can you not fire him, please? And But in the meantime, he made a deal with DC to come in and direct Suicide Squad and then ended up taking over their entire – and he did Peacemaker and he ended up taking over their entire reboot of their version of their 
DC universe. And so my question is, if Disney had not let him go and kept him on the payroll, would he perhaps have put Marvel in a better place than they are now after the Russo brothers went off into the sunset? Would, would phase, I mean, if, if they had just given this guy the reins and said, all right, you know, the next five plus years are going to be you forming these stories. You're going to take Kang the Conqueror and do what you need to do. Um, and we're going to let you form this next couple of phases of our world. Yeah, but it's, it's Kevin Feige. It's not the Russo. Yeah, they've Rose. never even done that to begin <laughs> to begin with. But but you but you've had like they were going they did it they were going to do it with Joss Whedon where he was going to take on a couple of years worth of movies and then the Russo but brothers. He was came just in doing movies. He wasn't. And then, but what if they would have let James Gunn do like his three or four movies outside of Guardians? Like if they had brought him into. Um, but it's still Kevin Feige overseeing the whole yeah. thing. The Ru- the Russo brothers fucked a lot of other movies, especially Guardians. They really fucked Guardians. They didn't tell James Gunn they were doing any of what they did. So then there's even a t- – watching this movie, you could just tell how passive-aggressive he is. There's that elevator scene where um, Peter Quill's explaining – to someone about Gamora and how she got thrown off a magic mountain. Yeah. And this, that Gamora is dead, but this is a different Gamora. Cause they went into the past and like, he's doing all this bullshit explanation as to what's happening. And he's like mad about it. And I'm like, that's just James Gunn, like being passive aggressive because <laughs> twisting the, the knife brothers, a little. Yeah. The Russo brothers gave him this like bullshit sandwich that he has to figure out how to make work for, to finish his uh, trilogy of a movie. So I don't I don't think there was like a coordinated effort between movie makers for uh Endgame and Infinity War. I just think the Russo brothers just made whatever movie they wanted. Um I, the reason I say that is because I really think that that James is a really talented person and I think that he's going to go and shape the DC universe and it it has a really big chance of eclipsing what Marvel is doing right now. And I'd never thought that was going to be the case, but he he can do it. I really think he can. Just the small things that he's done with the DC properties he's been given. We mentioned this on a on a podcast when Suicide Squad came out. They made Polka Dot Man a really interesting character. <laughs> yeah, that's that what he's great at. Yeah, I mean, he to me, dude. He he took the Guardians and made them something like nobody exactly. knew who the fuck he the took, Guardians he were. Took the fucking Guardians and made them interesting and cool. I mean, Nebula's Nebula's journey throughout all of he, these films has been awesome. He even got Nathan Fillion into the Marvel Universe finally. Yeah, that was <laughs> like great. everybody's been wanting that. Yeah, that was great. Have you seen the online video with him? Like James Gunn signed posters. One wasn't he? Didn't he play the voice of that uh, the prison guard that Groot uh, stuck up his nose before they escaped the prison? Wasn't that his voice? Uh, maybe, but phys- like on screen. Like physically on. Yeah. Um, no, I've been watching all of the Chris Pratt, James Gunn interviews when they're doing all the media for the movie. But have you seen the one where like James Gunn's signing posters and he's talking to the person like, "Hey, can you move these posters a little faster?" And it, the it pans up and it's Nathan Fillion. He's like, "But you know," he's like, "Look, I put you in the film. You're still working for me, though." Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. No, the. The story that he tells during one of the interviews on how he came up with the Infinity Stones, um, 
is just fa- he goes dude marvel's run with this infinity stone idea he goes i came up with that in like 30 minutes writing on a scratch piece of paper i was like he's like all right so uh the power stone we're actually we're going to call all of these things infinity stones and the collector's going to have one of them and he just got jotted down random crap and then that ended up being the entire you know marvel universe for the next 8 years so uh him explaining that is is it's just fascinating to hear all this stuff um Chris Pratt also talks candidly about how Guardians allows him not to have to um, uh, try out uh, for movies anymore. He just gets parts. He says that Guardians 1 was the last movie he had to try out for. And once he got that role, everything else he's it's, been in. It's has called just, the audition. Just audition, yeah. <laughs> has been just given to him. Yeah, it's like tryouts. Like literally. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever, audition. <laughs> so yeah, I just it's, those interviews have been great. So okay, I mean, I think I think uh, I'm really excited about what DC is going to do. Uh, they got a really good, you know, uh, head at the at the helm or whatever it is at the top, ready to take this universe in a different direction. I think Flash is going to be awesome. We've said that before, and that's um, not him. He's great at character building, and that's what DC needs. Yeah, more than anything, is all their characters like have no personality. <laughs> Like the Justice League movies, like there's no, the Flash is the only one I would say that has like a unique personality, and he's just like the quippy guy. And James Gunn knows how to pull that out of every single character, and make them unique and interesting. So, although I will be, say, uh, he's the gonna be great. Blue, they played the uh, Blue Beetle trailer at uh, Guardians, and it looks pretty good. It does. Like, I think I, it looks fine. Yeah. I read those yeah. comics, so like I kind of know the character. Like most people, are like I don't even know who the fuck that is, but. I don't I'm know. Feeling it's going to be a lot like Iron Man one. You think so? Yeah, but Latino uh, influenced, obviously. I think that movie comes out in August. I don't know. Yeah, something like so. that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into our Guardians talk. Um, as we've mentioned before, we always uh, do a deep dive into all these Marvel films on our. Um, uh, sister podcast where we talk about Marvel movies and, and the MCU with our buddy Skay. And uh, that's where they get into like two and a half hours worth of talk. Uh, they're really great episodes. Uh, Ant-Man coming soon. At the end. <laughs> coming soon. Yep. Um, so what we like to talk about here, there will be spoilers because um, uh, I'm really curious to see your guys' opinions on the film. We haven't discussed it beforehand. Um, so this will be really, really cool. Uh, to see what you guys thought of the movie. So um, it made $112 million, $114 million, something like that, opening weekend. Uh, so less than Ant-Man 3. Um, I don't know how much it made its second weekend. Has there been a second weekend yet? No, it just came no, out last week. <laughs> so I forgot when it came out. This week has been a blur. So I'm curious to see what the dip is going to be, because famously Ant-Man 3 had like one of the largest dips, if not the largest dip in Marvel history. From yeah, weekend like one to weekend seventy percent or something. Yeah, it's just crazy. Um, so I'm curious to see what this movie will do. Um, but uh, we all went and saw it. Let's talk about it, Adam. What'd you think? What'd you like? What you didn't like? Well, I liked it. I liked it all. You know, it had a good story. 
The action was good. The action was very good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I liked it. Did you cry? No, I did not cry. Okay. I was just, because a lot of people in my theater were balling up a lot. At what? At the end there. Even I mean, dude, there's some there's some pretty sad scenes with Rocket and his friends. I, I had some tears, and Chloe was I mean, even like, "I don't cry, but I cried." If, if you're an animal <laughs> lover, I mean, even though they're digital creatures, what this high evolutionary was doing to these animals, even though they're fake, was horrifying. That walrus's eyes were left glued open by needles going through his eyelids. That's terrible. Were they glued open or were they needles? Or open? they were like propped open, <laughs> like you're like you're torturing him all the time. He had like needles going through his eyelids, so just so his eyes are always open. See, that didn't bother me because they're they're not real animals. That's what I said. I know that, but I mean, but but this dude is experimenting on these creatures, and so yeah, you can you can disassociate yourself and say this is a digital creature. I know that this animal's not suffering, but people who were immersed into the movie sees a rabbit with his mouth trapped shut with this metal device and a bunch of spider legs. That can be sad, you know. Do you know Hawkeye's wife was the otter? Oh, was I did she? Not know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought the otter was like a that was something in Marvel Comics like like didn't he they team up like Rocket and the otter have something? That's his wife. That's his wife in the comics. That's his wife in the comic books. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Hawkeye's not going to like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Adam, you like the movie? Any complaints? Anything you didn't like? No, uh, no complaints. Okay. I liked it. So perfect. 10 out of 10. I liked it and I went to see person. it twice. Two times. Away. Oh, you saw it two times? Wow. Yes. Oh, sweet. Okay, so you did like it. Now, it wasn't because the first time you fell asleep. No, I don't fall asleep as I used to. That's great. You've grown up. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> he goes to earlier movies. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Sunday at 9 a.m. Sure. 10.30. <laughs> it's probably way cheaper. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't go cheap for this one, though. So did you do Neither IMAX? Did I. I went 40X. Four D- wow. Okay. The big guns. All right. Yeah, well, Chloe, Chloe's been wanting experience. to do that, and I was like, let's do it. And, uh, what is that? Is that like a this, IMAX ripoff or no? The seats move and water oh, and the, air and uh, okay, all that it's shit. It's like Dolby and AMC. No, no, no. This your seats move and water sprays at you, air sprays at you, smoke See? in the theater. They kill a walrus next to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Dwayne. Yeah, tell it us was, about it. It was cool. Uh, I probably won't do it again. Chloe loved it. She's like, "This is awesome!" But like the the seats in the fight scenes, you're like, like just jolting you around. Like I was like, "This would be cool." Is like uh, in Maverick, right, where you're just kind of flying. <laughs> this is like or Magic Mike jocking you around. I don't think they have for my Magic Mike. Oh, I bet they do. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they do. But so. The, the funny part was there was a guy sitting in front of us that had a, a big thing of popcorn. Oh, no. <laughs> and all of a sudden the chair starts shaking. 
fucking popcorn going everywhere. <laughs> oh, that's great. But uh, it was cool that, uh, but the, you know, the the hallway scene where they're fighting all the bad guys there and like slicing them up. So mm-hmm. they would slice like when they slice through them, like water would like land on you. Like oh, it was cool. the guts and stuff. Cool. I was like, all right, this is pretty cool. Uh, but overall, I mean, it was a fun movie. I liked it. Story was villain. Eh, he, I mean, he was okay. He's no Kang, but you know, or Thanos. He's better, actually. I don't think so. Yeah, he's better. No, he's not. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, he's better than Kang. They fucking defeated him, no problem. Mm, yeah. Pretty I did easy. like when they took his face off. Dude, this <laughs> villain was awesome. I so thought he was great. I'm guessing so Rocket, Rocket ripped his face off, right? Oh, yes. That's yes. what they're implying? Yeah, he tore him to hell. Yeah. The actor was really good. He was awesome. Yeah. No, that was all fine. I'm just saying as a villain. Yeah. Could have been better. But I did. Overall, I enjoyed it. It was a fun movie. Okay. I'll be looking forward to doing this one for MCU. Awesome. All right. Uh, I'll go next. Um, I thought the villain was, was fantastic. Um, it was really nice seeing a villain that you don't have to follow multiple movies. There is no motivation that's building over 10 years. You got the gist of what he was going for. He is an absolutely terrible person with zero redeeming qualities, and you could root against him, and when he was suffering, you were happy. That is such a refreshing thing to see in the Marvel franchise, and it wasn't something I knew that I was missing until I saw it on the screen. And that is why I think this villain is so effective. Um, the, the perfect society he's trying to create, the experimentation that he's doing on these people, um, uh, the motivations that he has, him like drunkly stumbling from – because he's doing experiments on himself as well, stumbling into these animal quarters and just jibber-jabbering and blabbering about this perfect world that he wants and promising all these things to these animals. And he's like, no, these experiments I'm doing on you are going to make you a better person and look to the horizon. This is what we're going towards, and you're going to be a part of it. And then when Rocket finds out that he was lied to and just the, the, the snap decision that Rocket decides to make, he's like, no, we're getting the hell out of here. Um, the, the rage that that raccoon had towards this guy was just awesome. I, this, I hated the high evolutionary. He was horrible, horrible, horrible person. I was glad that he got his face bitten off and blown to hell, um, especially the interaction that Chris Pratt had with the high evolutionary because so many times during these movies when the hero faces the villain and the villain decides to go over his entire master plan and Chris Pratt's like, shut up. I don't care about another high maleficent dictator guy. Who's telling me how he wants to make society. Perfect. Just give me my friends back. Give me the code I need so I can save rocket's life and just shut up. Like that was so that that's why this movie is so great. Um, every character got their time to shine. Um, every character had their screen time. Uh, 
the fact that you take these characters who've just had 10 years of absolute misery, especially Nebula, and seeing at the end their joyfulness and their happiness and how they can finally just let go and they're where they're supposed to be and they're with their friends and they have their, their planet and their world and their purpose. Great. Um, I love the fact that Gamora and Peter were not a couple that he, he tried at the beginning to get her to remember him, uh, not remember him, but explain to her who they used to be, how they loved each other. And she just was not interested. And then as the movie progressed, he wasn't interested anymore either. Um, he had a mission. I got to save Rocket's life. That's what's important to me. Um, and he was able to let her go at the end. I thought that was great. Um, just so many good things. Um, this movie, I I I really liked. Uh, it's a really high score. Um, one of Marvel's best. Um, I loved it. I loved it. I have no negative things to say. It's not a perfect 10, um, but it's, it's, it's really high up there for me in my ranking. Uh, I liked it a lot. Bravo. Bravo, Marvel. Thank you for bringing James Gunn back. Thank you for making this movie. Wonderful job. Go ahead, Bernie. You mean Disney. <laughs> sure. Um, so I, too, spared no expense for this movie. I did the Guardians of the Galaxy movie marathon where I watched one, two, and three all in a row. Mm-hmm. Started at 7 p.m. and I got, I think the third one ended at 2.40 in the morning, something like that. It was a long fucking night. Wow. I caught myself dozing twice during uh, volume three. Like one of those, like where you close your eyes and you're like, oh. Yep. <laughs> Should have had the 40X, it would have kept you awake. <laughs> um, I think I think the movie did some really great stuff, and I think the movie did some really bad stuff. Um, it was like they forgot Adam Warlock was supposed to be in this movie, or they did the tease at the end of 2, and they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> we forgot Adam Warlock's supposed to be in this. Uh, shit, what do we do? Well, Rocket gets injured. Let's just have him do it. And like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then, well, what do we do with the rest of the movie? Oh, <laughs> have him show up every now and then. <laughs> like he was so fucking useless and pointless in this movie. It, uh, Which and and, and he's like and, one of the most powerful characters. I know, and they made him so act like such an idiot, and they didn't even show or really like. They didn't do anything. Like he just showed up at the very beginning of the movie. You know what I mean? Like there's no backstory of like him hatching from the egg or anything. There was a throwaway line. The, um, the one head of that world or whatever said, um, when she was talking with the high evolutionary that he hatched from his egg early and that's why he acts like, like a kid or whatever. Yeah. And that's all the background we got of this gigantic character. He just fucking just like showed up flying into nowhere at the beginning of the movie. Like, but don't nice you think that now he's part of the team that they're gonna they're gonna flesh out his character next time? I hope. I don't like, know. This is not the end of the Guardians of the Galaxy. This is just the end of the Guardians. I don't know. They didn't say the that. Team. I don't know. They said the Star only Lord they said was coming be. back with Star Lord. Drax is not coming back. 
Yeah. No, but I mean, it, like Gamora is not coming back. But I'm saying this iteration that we saw is the end of that team. But I, I fully expect to have an Adam Warlock Rocket. I yeah. don't think so. Team. I don't think so. I don't think so. And Chloe was even like, "I hope that's not the next team. That's going to be horrible." I, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I hope not. I just thought he was so he was so pointless throughout the entire movie. He just felt out of place. Like, why is he in this movie? Um. I hated all the death fake outs throughout the movie. They did the, they faked out um, Drax's death, Rocket's death, um, Star Lord's death at the end. Oh my God. It reminded me of princess Leia. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say eight. that. It was literally the same fucking thing. Only he didn't Superman himself. <laughs> Adam Warlock came to save him. Um, Which they just, they I don't just, know if, it was, if you were the same way. I'm like, Oh, Adam Warlock's going to save him because who else can go yeah, get him, right? He should have been dead anyway, but um, why didn't he bring his mask thing? The one time he doesn't have the button to flip his mask <laughs> down. Um, but I, another thing I didn't like, I felt it was too MacGuffin-y, like go, go place, get thing. Oh, wait, can't get thing here, must go here, get thing. <laughs> Intermixed with... Rocket's backstory. I thought Rocket's backstory was awesome. That part of the movie was great. I just didn't like the in between to get to. It was too MacGuffin. James Gunn's good at that. Like, you know, the first one was about Star Lord. The second one, yeah. you know, he developed uh, like Drax and uh, Mantis a little bit more. And yeah, um, his character development for all the characters was awesome. Gamora and Peter not even coming close to being together at the end of the movie was fantastic. That yeah, would ruin the movie for me. I agree. I thought that was he, great. He knew that the Gamora he knew and fell in love with was dead. Yeah. He's not going to keep trying to make it work with this girl who correct doesn't know him, care about him or anything. He, well, and, and he just moves on and she's experienced different stuff. So it's not the same person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But um, they showed that it wasn't him realizing at the end that it wasn't going to work around the middle point of the movie, all of that stuff he was trying to get her to convince her that they were a couple. He stopped doing it. And that is a natural progression of a character. Peter said, okay, my, my friend is dying. I'm sick of spending my attention on this person who I don't know enough of you next. And I love that. And they have their little nice moment at the end before she goes off with, with Sylvester Stallone and the Ravagers. And that was perfect. No hugs, no kiss on the cheek, no holding hands. Yeah. No, like maybe they'll get together later. Maybe we'll get together one day. It's no, I'm going back to earth. We are not going to be a thing in the future. Uh, Good luck with your life. Yeah. Perfect. um, Real life stuff. Drax's arc. I thought was amazing. Yeah. yeah, he started off with the pain of losing his daughter and like wanting revenge for that, and he ends up like being a dad is what like saved him. You know what yeah. I mean? I thought his that whole arc was awesome. Um, I even like Mantis's arc too. Um, mm-hmm. How she's going out in the world to, to discover who she is now because she's always just been Ego's. I don't want to say slave, but like Ego's assistant, I guess her whole life and that's all she knew and then she was a guardian and then like now's her chance to break away and be like who is mantis now i thought that was awesome but uh, nebula was awesome but even Great. drax was i mean i don't know if that's 
because Dave Batista was like, I, I hate this character because he's just a dumb idiot. And he brought that whole, like, he started speaking to the kids and they're like, wait, you know how to speak to them? And he's like, yeah. He's like, why, why didn't you tell me? And he's like, you didn't ask. Speaking of that, you know, I loved at the end of the movie when we could now understand Groot. I thought that yeah. was awesome. Well, that happens. Actually, that happens in the comic books. He actually speaks English. No, no. I, see, I don't think. I don't think. You don't think that's what it was? English. No, he says, just I that that said I yeah. Gamora starts to understand him. Yeah, yeah. He, he says, I am Groot. And Gamora responds. She's like, oh, wait. Like, I can understand you. And then at the end of the movie, he says, I love you guys. I think that's his way of telling us that we were like Gamora and now we can understand oh, what he's saying. That's cool the way to think about it. <laughs> no, that's yeah. exactly what happened. He's still saying, I am Groot over and over. That's his yeah, language. He's saying, I am Groot to like an alien standing off to the side watching watching these people have this moment but we as an audience can now understand him and he said i love you guys that's how i took it at least and yep. i was like oh man that's a really cool way to end his his kind of arc too yeah um i thought the movie was really funny it was uh, very funny one of the more funny movies without doing like uh, over the top cheesy dumb i had drag some stuff. laugh out loud moments like even that elevator scene when he's like yeah, she jumped off this magical cliff and like that whole thing. I was like <laughs> laughing. Yeah, uh, that one planet with the spacesuits where uh, they can't figure out who whose color co- it's not color coordinated. Yeah. To yeah. So you're pushing like red is like blue and like all that stuff. I thought that was so stupid and funny. <laughs> uh, By the way, that was uh, what's that game? Uh, we have to like you're the Among uh, Us. Yeah, they kind of yeah. look like Among Us people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought he did some really great stuff. My favorite scene, um, I didn't talk about this, but the scene where he finally grabs that guy who has that, like, mechanical side piece that he needs to to, to help save Rocket. He grabs him, dives off of high evolutionary ship, you know, and, of course, Groot uh, spreads his tree wings and they're able to kind of glide to the ground. As they're approaching the ground, he takes this guy who who he needs this mechanical headpiece from, slams his body into the dirt, and just makes sure that he kills him before they finally land. I thought that was awesome. That dude was super dead by the time they stopped sliding across the ground and they were they using him to slow down off of his head. That was so cool. That I was like, man, that's brutal. <laughs> so, dude, just stuff like that in this movie is such. Like, someone had to write that down. Like, hey, let's have Peter just, like, slam his body into the ground and just, like, kill him as they're sliding across the... Oh, dude, that's great. I, I thought that was yeah. great. Um, it, it's just such a... It, I just have such high praise for this film. I understand your 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 uh, grievances, Bernie. I don't necessarily disagree, um, but I, I can... Just pass on that stuff. It doesn't matter. Having the music watched, was also awesome. Having watched all three of them in a row, I can confidently say it's the Back to the Future order. One, it's three, two. Not, <laughs> it's it's not the worst, but I don't think it's the best either. I, th- I still like Guardians one better. Yeah, it's Back to the Future order. One, three, two. No, Back to the Future order is three, one, two. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
that's crazy. Yeah, two is bad. <laughs> Two's real bad. No, it's not. <laughs> all right. So, I mean, hey, it seems like we all had a good time. We all enjoyed it. And, it's definitely uh, one of the better, better newer ones. I, I, I don't think the drop off will be that bad because, like, people that ask me, like, oh, you went to the movies? What did you see? I saw Guardians. Oh, how was it? Oh, it was really good. Oh, I need to go see it. Like, <laughs> like I think it's I don't, better than. No way home. So it's probably my favorite out of like the new the new post Endgame batch. Ah, that's tough for me, just because I, I like, like Spider Man. Nostalgia porn. I'm, I did I, 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 for the for Spider Man. I did. I know. <laughs> so did Rami. Mm-hmm. Still trying to clean up the web from his. <laughs> it's, not, it's not better than No Way Home. I think it's better than No Way Home. It's number two in this new phase four and five mixture. It's definitely number two. Um, but it's not number one. Nope. 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 I just think it's more interesting. And if we're talking trilogies, like you can't tell me that that Guardians isn't more satisfying as a trilogy than the Spider-Man. Well, Spider-Man's not a trilogy, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it is. you have Homecoming. You have Far From Home. There's, there's another movie coming have, though. It's not a no trilogy. Way. Well, until it comes out, and it, <laughs> well, it kind of is. But they reset the universe, so it is. MJ and them don't know him, right? It's kind of a re- it's a soft reboot, I guess. I mean, I consider the Spider-Man Tom Holland movie a trilogy because there's three. Oh, yeah. There we go. Um, did you hit the wrong button there? <laughs> yep. <laughs> what's your What's a better trilogy, Adam? Here's a deciding vote. Oh shit! Do you like the Tom, the three Tom Holland Spider Mans, or the three Guardians movies? I think they're the same. Uh, I didn't like uh, the one with uh, Joe. What? What's his... yep. Mysterio. You didn't like Far From Home? That movie Far was good. Home. So you would say the Guardians? Guardians then? Yeah, the Guardians probably. Yeah. Okay. There we go. It's decided. Fuck you, Dwayne. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What about the Captain America trilogy? Oh, come on. Shit. No, Winter Soldier is the best. No, Winter Soldier is the best. (laughs) Jesus. It's the best movie in the entire Marvel franchise. I've been waiting to use that one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Captain America uh, doesn't count because Civil War is not a Captain America movie. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's that's, true. that's not a fucking Avengers movie. That's not Captain but America. It, but it's in it's, yeah. it's considered Captain America Civil War. Well, they fucking titled it that. That doesn't mean it is. No, I agree. And there's a fourth, so can we call it a trilogy? Even though, well, yeah, Captain America is a different Captain America, so I yeah. guess it's the same argument. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, uh, thank you for joining us on our Guardians review. Um, again, follow us on all the socials. Uh, thank you every, every, for every download we get. Uh, all of y'all listeners, we appreciate you. And as always, we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. 
Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, check out CrossTheStreamsMedia.com to hear more episodes of this podcast and the other shows on the Cross the Streams Network. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your favorite shows. Visit CrossTheStreamsMedia.com for more information. See you next time. This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.